Hello, everybody. Uh, this is Jim, and this is the Weird Science Manga and Anime Podcast. I'm here by myself right now just to give you an intro of what this is. This is Astro Lost in Space Chapter 1. It is a show that I myself did a while back, all on my lonesome. No Luke Hollywood at this point. This is right before we started the actual Manga Monday show. I was just playing around and doing some shows on our other Patreon just throwing them out there, and then Luke joined me, and then we decided to put it on the regular feed. Whether or not that means anything you're interested in, I don't know. But what this is, bonus material, because we were going to get back to the daily Manga Reading Club podcast, and like the My Hero Academia, Demon Slayer, Jujutsu Kaisen, the whole thing. We're going to get back to those this week, but Luke was on holiday, and he ended up extending that, and then when he came home, we didn't have enough time. To record so i thought i don't want to have nothing on the feed so let's have something on the feed and that's what you're going to get you're going to get something here so i said astra lost in space chapter one i hope you enjoy uh, this little trip down a memory lane from back in the day and i think i'll put up a couple more of these during this week and i think we'll do bakuman and one punch man so they'll be this week as well they'll just drop on random times probably but that'll all lead to us getting back on schedule next week where monday we'll have the manga monday and then starting tuesday with my hero academia and then going on with all of the reading clubs so we'll be back to all of that but yeah thanks i don't know if this makes any sense i just wanted to throw it out there so everybody knows what's going on and that we didn't ditch everybody so with that i hope you enjoy listening to this and I'll talk to you later. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Hello and welcome to Manga Monday, where I'm going to be talking about Astra Lost in Space Chapter 1. It is a written and art by Kenta Shinahara. It was serialized online between May 2016 and December 2017 on the Shonen Jump Plus website and app and was collected in five volumes. There is also a anime for it, which I did watch a couple of the episodes as well. The reason I picked this was a couple things. Number one, Luke Hollywood said he loved it. Number two, I ended up seeing it on the Shonen Jump app. And it reminded me of Star Blazers on the cover, but it's nothing like Star Blazers because when I started reading it, it did remind me of Gilligan's Island, which I do love, though not quite. But still, you end up having a story where a bunch of high school kids and a little girl, which we'll get into that, go off to a planet Mikpa for planetary camp, for space camp, where they're going to stay on this planet for five days, all on their lonesome, so they can bond, learn how to survive, learn that maybe they have it so well, even though they didn't realize it. Stuff like that, stuff that you would do. And it does remind me, when I was in seventh grade, we ended up having outdoor school, where we went for a week to a camp. We didn't go to the planet Mikpah. Thank God we didn't run into the trouble these kids end up running into as well. But it was something that I still look back at fondly. So going off to planetary camp would be pretty cool. And we're introduced to the characters in this first chapter. Some of them you don't get a lot or any from. But the ones that you do get are well done. You end up 
falling in love with a couple, you can tell me what your favorite is. I have a favorite besides Airy Spring, pretty much one of our main characters, which I love her. But I have another favorite that we'll get into. But yeah, the whole setup of this ends up giving us a couple characters. Then as it goes on, we learn, you know, about the others and, and we're going to get there personalities first you're going to get a little backstory but more personality more of the surface level stuff once you get later on into this and start to find out the origins and the backstories of these characters you will realize boy there is a lot more going on in this than i thought there was before because every one of these kids going has something crazy going on with them. But you start off with Aerie Spring, who's bubbly. She's kind of an airhead. She is a little flaky and flighty, but she's adorable and she is nice. I mean, the the idea of somebody being, you know, flaky or even an airhead is fine and dandy, but the niceness of her comes through. She is a very much wanting to have friends she just moved to the school and with that the planetary camp here of cared high school is an opportunity in her mind i think to go off and meet some friends make lifelong friendships things like that she is so excited she just can't hide it she is jumping around in her apartment her mom comes out and says did you pack everything i did i'm so ready i got everything packed what's this oh i forgot to pack my passport like that's what she does. She ends up, and, and at points it may go a little bit over the top, but not not that much because I do love her. But she's worried that her mom will miss her. And it's it's funny. It's like, Mom, I'll be gone five days. Just five days, Mom. Nothing can happen. Five days. Yeah. And are you going to miss me? I think her mom just needs a break. She needs a little airy spring break is what she needs, right? And that, that's kind of a joke there. But you end up where Aries goes off to the spaceport to go and meet up with the class so they can get in the spaceship and go five, you know, 5,000 light years and get, you know, all these things going on and all this place to the planet, uh, Mikpa. And she's dancing around. She's dancing. She's doing moves as she goes through. I'm so excited for planet camp. Yeah. And then runs into an old lady. Helps this old lady pick up the luggage that got, you know, knocked around and opened up. And just to show again that she's flighty, she's like, thanks a lot, mister. I'm a lady. But as they were talking, this lady says, oh, did I hear you're going to planetary camp? I went to planetary camp when I was a kid. Really? How was it? Did you go to Planet Mikpah too? Yes, we did because I'm from the same high school that you go to, Cared High School. And we went to Planet Mikpah. It was the best thing ever. We had the time of our lives and we made lifelong friendships. And this is all, (laughs) this is all Aries wants to hear. So like, all right, Aries, you're going to go off. And she is there and isn't paying attention. And the guy comes and grabs her purse. So there goes all of her stuff. He's on like a futuristic segue. Off, off they go. She's like, oh my God, somebody please catch that hearse catcher. I mean, purse snatcher. It's a weird joke that only lasts for like the next couple pages because all of a sudden the next character comes flying in and it's Kanata, Kanata Hushijama, who is going to go with them on this planetary trip as well. He's one of the students, but 
the, the big thing about it is most of these kids don't really know each other. So when you end up having Kanata come in, he just runs by. She doesn't know who he is. He zips on by, ends up bringing down this guy on the futuristic Segway, knocks him out with his finishing move, which he yells out, anti-Matt Thigh-Dahmer. And he's like, oh. Oh, man, I messed it up. I meant to say ultimate dive bomber, but it didn't come out right. I shouldn't have made my finishing move a tongue twister. So you end up where Ares comes up and like, oh, oh, my God. Thank you, Mr. Thigh Dahmer. And he's like, no, my name isn't Thigh Dahmer. That, that was my move. And I, I, I said it wrong anyway. I mean, who yells out their name when they're doing things? Plus, what parent would end up calling their son Thigh? Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Oh, I'm sorry, but thank you. For doing this well you end up having the police robots you know those police robots they're always trying to knock heads they come over you know everybody freeze we are the patrol bots you are under arrested and you end up having Kanata. no don't worry he's knocked out i accidentally knocked him out but he was the but no it's you you are arrested for assault and battery come with us and they end up grabbing him and taking him away with their tentacle arms thought they were going to yell exterminate but yeah they end up grabbing him and taking him away as Ares like no no he he's not the bad guy stop well we then go off as that nonsense is going on we go off to see the other students who are gathered with their teacher here to get ready to go to planet mikpah for planetary camp and he's you know doing a little attendance you have this and you don't necessarily learn a lot about all the characters here, uh, but you see them. And when you look, you're like, yeah, they're, they're a lot different. Yeah, everyone is different. This does not seem like any of these kids would hang normally, though there is a connection with a couple. But you have them there. All right. This is the, you know, the first deal. I don't know. We're missing two students. It's not really good to be late for the meeting to go. This doesn't bode well. Well, you end up having Aries come in. No, no, I'm here. I'm sorry I'm late. And she goes through the story, and it's like a mile a minute. I was there, and then there was a purse snatcher came, and then this guy thigh Dahmer, he came, and he jumped on him, used a special move, and then knocked him out. But then the police bots came and grabbed them, and then they took him away. But I tried to stop him, but they wouldn't listen to me. Ah! And the teacher's like, listen, calm down. Calm down. Just tell us your name and your class. Oh, okay. I'm Aries Spring. I'm in class 2B. And then goes too far. She is too much information. Spring is what her name should be because she starts doing what could be even a dating site outline. My hobby is poetry. My special talent is that I never forget a person once I met them. My personality is, well, ha ha. My friends tell me that I'm careless and that I can't take a hint, but I don't know what they're talking about. It's like the dating game. That's what it is. Well, the teacher says, whoa, whoa, whoa. We, we don't need your life story. I think your friends are right. You can't take it. Nobody's interested. Nobody's interested in you. So shut your mouth. Well, you end up where they're back on track now and they're trying to get everything going. They end up still missing one student. And if you haven't guessed it, it is Kanata. But with this, you're going to go down with, you know, everybody who's there. You have the teacher go down and tell, you know, what's going on. You're going to be going for five days on the planet Mikpah. We're going to leave you there, and it's a chance for you guys to go and have fun with each other without any adults going on. Each of the members were chosen randomly, and I'm sure this is the first time most of you have met. 
not necessarily the truth for some of them, but we want you to get to know each other, to experience space firsthand, and have fun. Now, let me introduce you to somebody special. Oh my, somebody special, you say? And that's where you have one of the students, Katori Raffaelli, is said, you come forward. Yes, sir. All right. You know, here is Katari and her sister, Venetia. And you see, Venetia is short. She's, she's a little girl. She's not in their class. And young Venetia will be going with your class. And they're like, what? Like, what? she's like, what, 10? I mean, really? And she is. Because then she steps forward, cute as a button. Uh, hi, I'm Phoenicia, and I'm 10 years old. Well, you then get introduced pretty much to Luca, who says, this is nonsense, and I don't like kids. I hate them. I don't know why this kid is coming with us. And then you have Phoenicia's like, but, but it's nice to meet you. And then all of a sudden, you're introduced to one of the greatest things ever, Bigo. <laughs> You end up where Phoenicia has a puppet, a toy puppet that she carries around. Now, this is the thing. Phoenicia is very happy, cheerful, positive girl. She, she is, you know, quiet. Uh, she does want more attention from her sister. We find out later that it's an adoption thing. She is Qatari's adopted sister after her parents died. And so, she tries to be positive. The thing is, though, this doll, this puppet, it, it can read her mind and then it says what she wants to say. And it's over the top and comes out in an old man's voice. And it's one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life. Where you have Luca, what? I don't like kids and this is ridiculous. And all of a sudden, Bigo, yo, big mouth, you want to get dragged around by your skinny little arms till you're too bruised to stand, huh? And up, sorry. Gracia, it wasn't me, it was Bigo, and all this going on, and you even have, you know, on the side, boy, that hand puppet's of a popular mascot, and it can sense what the user is thinking, and then says it in, a, in an amazing old man voice. It's the best toy ever. Well, while this is going on, you end up where, in a very Ralph Wiggum way, Aries steps up and says, uh, Mom, see, I'm your teacher, I'm not your mom. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think we're missing somebody. We, we don't have all of the people, you know, uh, we're missing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, let me look because this guy better show up soon or we're going to leave without him. And it is Kanata who then comes in pretty much being carried by the police bots uh, as he's lounging out. It, it's it's pretty funny. It shows up. And the thing is, the teacher yells so uncool. There is nothing uncool. About what's going on right there That is pretty damn cool But he ends up getting out And the teacher says, are you part of this group? Yeah, I am I'm Kanata Hoshijima And I'm the captain And they're like, no, 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 the captain That's something we vote on Well, I was kind of throwing my name out there Now, he's declaring himself captain And as it goes on, he got to see he deserves to be anyway But he says, everyone follow me I'll take us to Planet Mikpa Safe and sound They're all just standing there like, yeah, we're supposed to vote on that. He's like, oh, well, I wanted to put my name in the hat for be a candidate. All right. And then all of a sudden, you even get Bigo. It's like, hey, we don't need your crap. I'm telling you, Bigo is the best. And so then you even have, you know, Aries like, oh, that, that was the guy. 
who ended up saving me. This is awesome. This is all working out here. And they do. They go off and get into the spaceship. They're going to lift off. And there's Ares who goes up to Katari and says, hey, uh, I, I really want to be your friend. This is going to be awesome. We're going to be best friends, right? And Katari's like, I don't want to be friends. You're, you're nothing to me. I just want this for credits. I don't want any parts of you. And Ares doesn't even listen. Yep, I'm going to be friends with everyone. I said, she just kind of pushes aside the negative. She does. And they go off and they're going to go off to planet Mikpa. But as they end up, they're in hyperspace, all that. And you end up, hey, everybody, you can walk around and talk and whatnot. And you end up having Ares go to Kanada and say, hey, you know, I wanted to thank you for getting me my purse back. And he's like, oh, it's no problem. That's what happens. And he knows her name. Even he remembers. He's like, hello, Aries Springs. What a coincidence. We're in the same group. She's all happy. You remembered my name. You know, and then Mr. Thigh Dahmer. But yeah, ends up with all of this going on. And she's thanking him. And she says, I want to thank you even more. You know, just to thank you is not enough. Here, here's a present. And gives him a frozen tangerine where he says, what are you, my grandmother? I mean, really? Well, they start talking. and you end up finding out a bunch of stuff about Kanata where he wants to be a space captain. He does want to travel the stars. He wants to be an explorer. And he thought that being the captain of this group would be a good start. It's funny, too, because even with that, you end up having Ares like, hey, you want to be the champion. Don't No, it's captain. She, she just doesn't listen or remember. She's got my attention span. But end up where he says, I want to become captain so that would look good on my resume when i go off to be a space captain it'll be awesome and she's like you're gonna be awesome this is the greatest why would you want to do that and he's like well i'm kind of taking it on for someone i owe a lot to a person passed away in an accident a while back but their dream inspired me they were able to convince me to do this so i'm doing it for them she's like you're gonna be the greatest let me give you some barley tea and he's like you are a grandma and it's it's a funny little deal, but it gives you that personal deal between Ari and Katana there when they end up, or Kanata, they end up on Nikpa, the planet. They get out of there. They get their luggage out. The teacher's like, yeah, we'll be back in five days. Sayonara, sucker. Smell you later. They leave. And they go off. So you end up having the kids just there looking at the planet. It looks like a very, like, a Midwest U.S. type deal. Looking off on the planes, looking there, and then all of a sudden, Luca sees that there's an energy ball coming towards him. Says, "Hey, what's that?" And they look at it, and everybody's like, "Oh my god, let's get away! Oh, let's get out of here!" And Luca's like, "No, no, no! That seems like something set up. Like they wouldn't let us, you know, do bad things and and put us in danger. I mean, this is like a nature preserve. This has to just be a test. It can't be real." Now, in the in the manga, because black and white, it does to me look like a fireball. I'm like, get the hell away from there. But then when you watch the anime, it is more of like a rolling black hole, which it kind of ends up being where you end up having Luca go over and like, see, I'm telling you, you, you just touch it. There's not. Oh, my God. And it ends up zapping him into this black hole. Well, now it's everybody run. And luckily... Kanata just yells to everybody, everybody put your helmets back, put your helmets back on, you know, put the visors down. And it didn't really make much sense to me right there. But you have to do that because if they didn't, they're all dying in space because they all get sucked into this ball. It is a black hole type thing. You end up, it's also very, 
you know, like an acid trip when they go in. The last two actually go in as Kanata, which is well played because earlier when he chased down the futuristic segue to get Ares pocketbook, uh, it ended up where they were amazed at how fast he was. So you end up having that. He's the last one. He gets sucked in. Well, they're all in space. They're all above the planet in space, luggage everywhere. They're trying to figure out what's going on. They're talking through their comms. And then you end up having Luca see a spaceship a little ways away. Isn't that a spaceship? Yeah, I guess that's what we have to do. We have to gather together, get our stuff, and get to that spaceship. And luckily, these suits that they have do have thrusters, so they can kind of do just that. Though, you got to watch out because you can run out of you know fuel and things. And, and it takes a little bit of time to do it anyway. It's not, this is not no rocketeer. Or anything like that. So they do end up getting to the spaceship, go in the airlock, try to gather their thoughts. Hey, what's going to go on? We have to figure out what's happening. You end up seeing right away that Zach is uh, very smart. One of the kids, Zach, is very smart. And then we find out, and it makes sense. As we go on, we find out he actually has a pilot, a space pilot license, which is huge for a teen. And that is spelled out later, but in here you even see he just goes over to the control panels of the ship and he's pressing buttons and finding out all sorts of information. So it makes sense when we find out. But like they were there when they were standing there waiting for Kanata and you ended up having Ares say, yeah, we're missing one. They realize they're missing one. And this time it's Ares. And they look out a, you know, look out the window and she is out there in space. Now, I thought that she was out there just doing somersaults and enjoying herself because that's what it looks like. But in fact, her thrusters have broken and she doesn't have her calm. Her suit pretty much is a piece of crap. She got the piece of crap suit. And so they don't know what to do because there's no way for her to get to them. She's going to die. And they're all freaking out. And the thing is, like, if you have seen Back to the Future, you know that Marty McFly you want to get him to do something, you just say, chicken, he's doing it, right? Well, with this, Kanata, if he hears the word hopeless, he freaks out because he hates that word. That is a word that triggers him because when they say, oh, my God, we're not going to be able to save her, it's hopeless, oh, my God, we get a flashback of what he said earlier to Ari that somebody had passed and that he is in the stars, part of their dream, part of his dream. And it was a teacher when they were on a field trip who fell off the side of a cliff and you ended up having Kanata try to save him, reach down to get him. And he ended up falling. But before he did, he said, you know, everybody back, you know, you kids save yourself. Don't worry about me. Helps on the way. But when all seems hopeless and you don't know what to do, try to act strong and then falls to his death. Now in the anime, this is, it is hammered into you. You see this over and over it really to me was one of the things that was a little overdone in that first episode of the anime but in this it's just that quick deal after hearing before of him talking to Ares about it but then it inspires him I'm not leaving Ares out there nothing is hopeless I hate that word and then they figure out we'll get this cable you know a bunch of steel cable we'll attach it to the back of Kanata and then he'll go out and when he grabs on to Ares, you others oh, just reel him in. Might even have an auto reel, so you get it going on, right? It's a it's a spring return. So they end up deciding to do that. Still with that, even with 
a, you know, cabling to him. Pretty, pretty brave of Kanata to go out. And, you know, he's going out trying to get to her. She can't hear him. Her comms are down, all that stuff. And he does go out to get her. She's scared. Even Kanata, like the whole deal is they're, they're in space. And I've even heard some astronauts when they talk about going on a spacewalk and things like that, that you, you don't realize the, the vastness of nothing and, and it can hit you. And all of a sudden you, you, you freak out. You realize that, you know, one little thing and you're gone forever. And this is not just, you know, oh, there you go. I have the same problem just as a with the ocean. When I look at the it scares the crap out of me. It really does because it just, boy, it's big and it's a lot of, you know. So it's, it's kind of the same deal where you end up where Kanata thinks, oh, my God, this is awesome. This is great. I mean, I'm just going to, oh, no, the cable's not long enough. It stops and he can't get to her. So he has to unhook the cable and actually use, you know, his thrusters to go grab her and then return. In the anime, I do think that this is played out a little better because what happens in the manga is you end up having Kanata go grabs on the Aries, goes, and then grabs back onto the cable, and then they end up, you know, pulling them in together, and you have a nice scene. In the anime, pretty much unhook the cable. The cable's gone. He gets, he ends up getting Aries, and then they're using what little is left of Kanata's thruster to go, and at one point, he thinks like, okay, let's go, you know, you're going a little, you're getting, all right, we're good. We're going to do it. And they realized, nope, uh, you're not going to do it. You're not going to make it. And I think at that point, I think it was Ogre who ends up like, they're not going to make it. And so they're going to And what happens in the anime then is you end up having all the rest of the kids form a human chain to go outside and then grab onto them as they are going low to their final deal and i think that that was a little better played out with the idea that they all teamed up for this and they all kind of become friends with all that going on but with this it's more of a kanata and aries moment as they go and and aries her comms aren't working she's like you know trying to yell he's like i realize you're probably saying uh thank you a million times all right i get it but they end up going and she ends up when they go and she's like listen that's not what i was saying i was so scared but when I said, I said, space suddenly looks much more beautiful to me when I had somebody's hand to hold. That's a nice moment. And she's just, she's cute as a button, too. But now they're all back. Everybody's in the ship. They're able to figure out things. And that's where things go even more wrong. Because they think, well, the teachers are going to check in. We're supposed to check in at certain times, once a day, whatnot. When they don't hear from us, they'll send somebody. It's going to take a couple of days because of the you know, light speed and things like that, but they'll get here and then we'll be able to hail them down or whatever. We'll deal with that when it happens. Well, that's when Zach is looking through all the deals, looking through all the deals and ends up finding out that they are not above the planet Mikpa. They are way, way past. They are thousands and thousands of light years away from Mikpa. This black hole sent them to another planet they're screwed. And even with that, they say there's no hope being rescued, which is, you know, that's the trigger word for Kanata. He even says, it's going to be real hard to be strong here because, yeah, we're screwed. They are on the fringes of space. 
they are 5,000 some light years away from where they're even supposed to be, they're done. So they're going to have to figure things out. Here's a spoiler. They do. And, and you have to read on to find out what exactly they do. And you find out. You find out some really cool things. You find out Zach, he has his space pilot license, also childhood friend of Quatari. You end up finding about Phoenicia, you know, adopted after her parents' death. You end up finding out a bunch of things about the others. Uh, and all of them are interesting. They really are. Everybody has an interesting backstory that ends up coming out and, and shows why and how they act and things like that. So I, I really liked it. I think that most people who would read that, I think that they would like it as well. So that's that. That is it for our episode of Manga Monday. Thanks, everybody, for listening. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.